thanks for dialing into our podcast. We're the Light Church Bradford here in Yorkshire, England, a church committed to following Jesus and loving our city back to life again. We truly hope and pray this week's message helps you and encourages you on your journey, especially in these really challenging times. In Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 to 15, it says this. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do the people say the Son of Man is? And they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and still others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. But what about you? Jesus says, who do you say I am? Jesus turns to his disciples, specifically Peter, and that's when he says, look, all these other people, these are what they're saying about me. You've heard this, you've heard that. People have different opinions. Who do you say I am? Come on, tell me, who am I? Who do you say I am and that is a question that every single person on this planet is going to have to answer whether they realize it or not who do you say Jesus is are you ready this Easter to lift your gaze to look up at Jesus to remember what he's done for you For some of us, these lockdowns have been like living under a bit of a cloud. It's heavy and it's been foggy and confusing and it's been hard and sometimes even oppressive. And I just don't forget that the enemy will do absolutely anything to try and cloud you out, to try and distract you from looking up at Jesus and the clarity of who he is and who that means you are. But you were made to come above that foggy cloud. You were made to live in that higher perspective with a God who loves you and made you. You were made to look directly at Jesus and remember what he's done for you. At the very start of Jesus's ministry, there's confusion again around who John the Baptist is, around who Jesus is. Is Jesus who he says he is? Is John the Baptist Jesus? There's this cloud of confusion and it takes God breaking through that cloud. And we see this awesome moment in Matthew chapter three, where the clouds part And God's resolute voice, his clarity is heard. His spirit descends, his voice says, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. It took God breaking through that cloud to break that confusion, that lack of clarity. Let's go back to Peter As Jesus asks him, who do you say I am? This is his moment. Has he got it right? Has he broken through that cloud, through the confusion, through the distraction, through all the different people's other opinions? Has he done it? Has he got to that breathable, clear space of who Jesus is? Verse 16, Peter, who do you say I am? And Peter says, 
You are the Messiah, the Son of the Living God. And boom, he's come above the clouds. In his belief and confession of who Jesus is, Peter has come through that fog and he's operating in the clarity of that truth. And some of us, as we listen to this, we just need to allow God to prepare our hearts to encounter Jesus again, to encounter the clarity of who he is and what he's done for us. We need to stop in our emotions, to stop in our thought processes, to stop in our attempt at planning or our worries about what the future is going to look like. Stop in the frantic and just look up. Lift your gaze and look up. Don't just look at what's in front of you. Look up and see Jesus. Look up and see Jesus and how much he loves you. Look up and see Jesus and how he's lived and breathed and breathed his last and died for you. This is your higher perspective. Are you ready to look once again at Jesus this Easter? I don't know if you remember, I think Amy's going to put a visual on the screen, and but I don't know if you remember those TV traffic adverts that were all about um, helping kids cross the road safely, stop, look and listen. And I find that instruction so helpful when I'm thinking and I'm trying to lift my gaze higher and look at Jesus. You know, in everything that Jesus does, it's like he's operating about 3,000 feet above everybody else. He's so in tune with his father. He so stops and looks and listens and anything that his father does, he does too. He waits for his voice. He's tuned in to his higher perspective, to his higher calling all the time. And we know that Jesus had a remarkable three years of ministry that has literally changed the world. But he had to be so tuned into his father. He had to have his gaze up on his father the entire time. And if Jesus needs that, then we need that too. Stop, look up at Jesus and listen. You know, there's another awesome cloud-breaking moment. This one is in the New Testament in Luke 9, verses 26 to 28. Jesus takes Peter up a mountain to pray. And as he does so, he's joined by Moses and Elijah. And Jesus' whole persona is just illuminated. There's another cloud which God breaks through. The voice of God can be heard clearly again and it says, This is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. And in that moment, as Jesus is stood glowing with the presence of God, glowing with who he is, 
as he stood next to Moses and Elijah, God is saying, this is Jesus. This is my son. It's all about him. Jesus has come to fulfill what these guys, what Moses and Elijah were talking about centuries ago. It's all about him. Listen to what he's saying. And for us today, that absolutely means listen to what he said in the Bible. But it also means listen to what he said to you this week. Listen to what he's saying to you now as you watch this. Listen to what he said to you at the start of the year. What he's going to say to you in the months to come. Don't let it get clouded out by other things. Listen to what he's saying. Stop. Look up at Jesus and listen to what he's saying to you. Let's go back to Peter. As soon as he confesses that he knows the truth about who Jesus is, that he believes it to the very core of his being, Jesus replies back to him, Blessed are you, Peter, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you, Peter, that on this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Jesus is saying, Peter, you've got it. You've got the truth and you are so blessed because of it. Your confession and your belief in who I am is like this awesome rock of a foundation. And now I can build my kingdom through you. Together we're going to change the world for my father and nothing and no one is going to get in our way. This is your higher perspective, Peter. And don't think for one second that Jesus' response there is just exclusive to Peter. He wants that. He offers that to us. He wants us to be living and breathing in that confession of who he is, that higher perspective. And he wants to work through us to build his kingdom for the Father. Stop look up at Jesus, listen to what he's saying to you and co-partner with him on his kingdom building. Are you ready? Are you prepared in your thinking, in your heart, in your emotions to remember what Jesus has done for you, to remember who he is and who that means you are in him? Let's be a church that really prepare ourselves as we journey towards Jesus' death and resurrection. Let's prepare ourselves to encounter him once again. But I just want to say that tuning into our higher perspective, it's sometimes so much easier to talk about it than it is to do it, isn't it? You know, if you follow the journey of the disciples, they dip in and out of like clarity of who Jesus is to 
to confusion again, to a bit of a muddle about what it all means and they make bad choices and they don't quite get it right and that is so true for us today, isn't it? That foggy cloud of confusion and distraction can so easily creep in and take our eyes off Jesus. You know, if we think when our day-to-days just swamp us a bit or when God's voice is drowned out by friendship groups or what we see on the news or how we're checking in with social media. What about when we feel, when our time just feels like it evaporates or even when our doubts about the truth, they just feel like impassable frustrations. These are all things that can cloud us. You know, we're almost always subconsciously distracted but yet there's times when we consciously choose as well we choose that our gaze we allow it to be somewhere else and it's so difficult isn't it and that cloud can just creep in but we don't thrive under that fog we don't thrive under that lack of clarity we're not meant to live out from underneath it And somewhere in the middle of lockdown two, I think it was just about the time when the different tier systems had come in and different cities all around the country were operating on a slightly different set of rules. And there was this confusion and just felt like this hazy oppression almost and nobody really knew whether they were coming or going or when things were going to end and what it all means and all of that. And As we were journeying that as a prayer team, God gave us this really clear picture. And he showed us the kind of cloud that's foggy and hazy when you're under it. But when you break through over the top, it's like this clear, breathable space. The air quality up there is so much better and brighter. You know, like if you've ever been on an aeroplane, and it's super foggy and then you get to a certain height and suddenly you're above the clouds and like whoa there's this vast space of clarity and God said to us that being underneath the cloud of the pandemic it is going to make us feel foggy and heavy and that means spiritually and physically and mentally and emotionally we're going to feel like we're under that heaviness and things are going to seem unclear he told us so clearly that we don't thrive under that we're not supposed to thrive under that but push through push through into that breathable space with him where the air quality is so much clearer that's where he is that's where the truth about what Jesus has done for you is that's that calming that resolute anchor that's where we see what he sees that is our higher perspective that's where we see Jesus clearly and what he's done for us and who he is and who that means we are we know we don't have time right now this morning to unpack all the amazing ways that we can lift our eyes to Jesus But what I can tell you is what I've learned from my own experience. And I want to encourage you that I've found that I can stop 
and look up at Jesus and listen to him, whether I've got 30 seconds or whether I've got three full days on retreat. And there's been times where pushing through that invisible wall, all I've managed to do is a quick bullet prayer in a situation of intense calamity. I haven't had time for anything else. I've just shot up a quick prayer. Or there's been times where I've just felt the spirit of God land with me and I've needed to put on the full spiritual armour of heaven and push through into days of prayer and fasting into something that needs real breakthrough. But in both cases, I'm acting in my higher perspective because in my focus turning to God, I'm saying, I have faith in who you are. I believe in you, Father, and your Son, and your Spirit. I believe in what you've done for me. And therefore, as a daughter in your kingdom, I'm looking to you because I know that I thrive when I'm in that breathable space with you. I push through into that breathable space. I know I'm at my best when I'm living tight with you and who you are and who you say I am. It's powerful, powerful stuff when you live out from a place of your higher perspective when you live out from that perspective of remembering who Jesus is and what he's done and what he's done for you. And I'm telling you, as we continue to journey out of lockdown and as we continue to carry whatever we're going through, more Netflix and more food is not going to push you through into that breathable clarity of who Jesus is more socialising, as much as we're all super looking forward to that, and I definitely am, more socialising isn't going to push you through into that clarity of the truth. More sitting on your phone and scrolling and doing social media, that's not going to push you through to the clarity of that truth. That's not going to help you get your eyes fixed on Jesus. There's only one thing that can break you through that cloud into the breathable space. And that is looking directly in the face of Jesus, remembering the truth of who he is and what he's done for you. So to close, let's remember Jesus. Some of us have answered that question, who do you say I am? We've answered it years ago and we've been walking with Jesus ever since. For some of us, that's been a fairly new question that we've answered. And there might be those of you that are watching that is the first time you've ever thought about this question. Wherever you are on that journey, let's remember Jesus. You know, if he wasn't who he said he was, then he's just another man that's died a painful Roman execution. But if he was who he said he was, if he was who God said he was, if he is really the saviour of the entire world, if he really did die for you and for me, then that fact sits above everything else. That is a higher perspective 
and Jesus deserves our everything. Just go with me here. I want you to imagine that Jesus has come back. He's come back to earth a few hours ago. He's here. He's walking around from village to village and that scene that we picture when we read the New Testament and crowds flock to him, that scene that we have in our minds of people charging just to get near Jesus, that's about to happen right now. And again, in 2021, he's here and you can feel it. How quickly would you run to where Jesus is? How quickly would you put down everything and run to meet Jesus? To have that moment where he looks in your eyes, where you look in his eyes, and everything that you've ever known is completely eclipsed by how much he loves you. And as you look at him, and as you look directly in his eyes, and as you trace his hands where the wounds are, you know instantly to the depths of your very being that this man this man died for you so that you could have it all. This is what Jesus has done for you. This is your higher perspective. Come above it all this Easter and find Jesus. Are you getting ready to look up at him? again thank you so much for listening hey you made it to the end that's even more encouraging if you'd like to find out more about who we are visit our website at thelightchurch.org.uk we pray god's blessing on you now as you go into the rest of your day